Welcome to Financial Fridays. I'm Bob Gustafson, a certified financial planner and the owner of the Triton Financial Group. Each episode is an excerpt from my radio show, The Financial Focus, where we answer questions from our listeners. Our goal is to help you increase your financial knowledge through these conversations of 10 minutes or less. Uh, Hi, Bob. My wife and I plan to sell our house Mm -hmm. while my mother-in-law is going to sell hers. Together, we are hoping to buy one big house. One big house where we can all live happily together, John. That's the idea. And uh, listener wondering about the pros and cons of this idea. There are a lot of pros and cons uh, to this type of situation. It can be a great thing, but it can also be an absolute unmitigated disaster if you don't plan accordingly for it. So in theory, as our parents are aging, it's really nice to be able to have them around to be able to provide services. So this type of thing is something that we're seeing more and more and more of as as time goes on. But there's a lot also that you need to think about ahead of time before you actually pull the trigger on some of these some of these types of strategies. So um, having a lot of experience, actually, I'm working with a client right now um, in this in this particular situation. I'm working with the realtor and the folks and all kinds of fun things. So this one, I, I've got a lot of confidence, and it's going to work out. But I'll talk first about some of the problems you can have. One of the problems you can have is if you don't get along, well, in this situation, mother-in-law. Let's say you don't get along with your mother-in-law. Can you imagine having to live with somebody you don't get along with? That would be tough. That would be very tough. So um, that's something you want to you want to give a lot of thought to. And I've seen these types of situations before. So if you don't get along with your mother-in-law and you're going to be living in the same house, make sure you have a place you can escape to. So in other words, make sure it's a big house and you can kind of get out of the way um, when you need to. That's one thing. The amount of space you have in a home is, is, is important. Um, it's, imp- it's also important for your in-law or in-laws to be able to have a place where they can go themselves and have some privacy. Uh, that's important for a whole lot of reasons. Um, one in particular that I'm hearing now is um, one couple has their their mother-in-law living with them, and she is, for all intents and purposes, deaf, but won't admit it. So at 11 o'clock at night, the TV is blaring because the mother-in-law can't hear the TV, so it's blaring, and at the same time doesn't acknowledge the... Um, hearing issue she's having so you can see how some of these things can be problematic which yeah, is why absolutely. you know a good distance and a thick door with insulated walls can be helpful in that kind of situation so you know there's there's those types of of downsides but um it another d- potential downside of, of this type of situation is if uh, is the amount of service that you're having to help out the mother-in-law with monetarily or what have you. And if you have other siblings who might not be kicking in um, to help out or um, the, you know, the, the mother might be paying you to live there or what have you, it can cause family turmoil between, you know, some uh, bad blood between the, si- the siblings. Because you know how sibling rivalry goes, John? 
Yes. If one feels like another's getting an advantage for whatever reason, there can be problems. So, you know, get, you know, understand that going in and do as much damage control or get buy-in from the other siblings up front as much as possible. Um, and be as, be as transparent as you can. Uh, you know, uh, transparency is is a very good thing. It uh, it keeps away a lot of the potential demons in any kind of situation. I don't care what it is. So, you know, I think that can be you know a, a very important consideration. Uh, I, uh, one of the benefits, it can be a great thing having your in laws living with you for a host of reasons. One, uh, if your children happen to be younger, they're going to get to know their grandparents who they otherwise might not have known because unlike previous generations, John, where it was common for three generations of families to live in the same house, everybody knew each other. There was that sense of family. You had a a connection to your history, your family and all that. Today it's a little different with people living, you know, more geographically, geographically dispersed and probably at any other time in our nation's history. Uh, so having grandparents at the house can be an interesting thing. It can be helpful in the sense that you may have a built-in babysitter. That could be a, a really good thing, right, from, from, that, from that angle. Right. Um, it can also go a long ways to, you know, for, for expense sharing. If the, you know, if the in-laws are kicking in and paying bills, you know, it allows you to maybe to save more money for your own retirement or your children's education, so you get some economies of scale there. So... There's definitely some, you know, pros and cons to the situation. But what I would tell people is make sure you dot all your I's and dot your T's going into it. Now, if you're the in-law listening to this show right now, and this is something you think about, um, one thing you want to do to think about protecting your own interests is if you're going to be contributing money to do an addition or to buy, in this person's situation, to buy a house with your son and daughter-in-law or daughter and son-in-law, whatever it might be, you need to make sure you've got an exit plan in case there's a divorce. Because in a world where there's a greater than a 50% divorce rate, this is the kind of thing that can happen. And if you don't have things clearly mapped out and written, written out, you may end up being on the outside with no money because your money might go the wayside in a divorce. We've seen those types of things happen before. So if long story short, these things can be a great thing. Um, However, if you're going to go down this path, you want to make sure you have all your I's dotted and your T's crossed. Additionally, there can also be issues with insurances. Um, uh, for like for you know for for auto insurances, for example, if you're living in the same household, you want to make sure everybody's listed on each other's policy because if they're not, there can be some issues there. Also, on the homeowner's policy, um, you might want to consider having a renter's policy that covers the uh, the uh, the in-laws' um, um, uh, property because if there's a you know a fire that wipes the house out your homeowner's insurance may not cover the losses of the materials that the parents have. So make sure you talk to your insurance agent as well and make sure you dot your I's and cross your T's there. 
right? So that would all depend on whether or not it was an in-law versus a two-family and and the exactly whether rent's being charged. Maybe it isn't. Who's a dependent? Who isn't? Most homeowners insurances won't cover um, adult children's property in the house. So and some, I think there are some riders, some policies have that may do things like that, because as time goes on, insurance companies be, be, uh, you know, get more savvy to these types of living arrangements. Um, so there may be specialty policies you can get out there that will do that. But the best thing to do is call your insurance agent you know, and let them know what's going on to find out if you can get coverage for them or maybe the coverage is already, already being provided, which is why I like people to use independent local agents for these kind of things. It's, you can call your insurance agent and actually get some answers on these things. It's not easy to call your local representative at Geico or something like that that's a big national you know, carrier or provided. Hard to get answers yeah. Um, and so for, for some of these specialty types of situations. So, Bob, when I hear that uh, plan, it, the, the one thing I wonder is, you know, and, and you mentioned make sure you got everything, you know, spelled out, dotted, I's mm-hmm. and T's crossed. So you have a big lump of money. So you've just sold two houses. The, the, you know, the husband and wife sell theirs. The mother-in-law sells hers. You got a big pot of money. And now you're buying a, a house for everybody. So... You know, I, I guess how how is that legally split up? Are you are there three owners? You know, the husband, wife, and the mother in law. Mm-hmm. Is she like you said? Is she more of a renter? Uh, does she keep her share of what she sold her house for, and, and give up ownership of the the new house? Mm-hmm. It's uh, that that's the important stuff I would think to spell out prior to everybody moving in. Exactly, and that's why it's important to have an attorney guiding you. Um, in this type of scenario and how you want to set things up because there's certain elder care issues that come in, estate planning, asset protection. There's a lot of different things that, that come into play in this type of a situation. Not just what you wouldn't, wouldn't do in a divorce, but what happens if mom goes into a nursing home? How can that negatively affect your situation right uh you know how should it how she you know so how should the deed be structured and so on and so forth so as great of a of a concept as this can be and work really well from a lot of angles you got to know what the limitations or the downsides could be uh and what the risks are at the same time so making sure that if you're going to get on this path you know my suggestion would be is line up your attorney, line up your financial planner, line up your insurance agent, or better yet, have your financial advisor, like what we do is we kind of quarterback the efforts of all these things to make sure all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed. So this type of situation, um, you know, it gives you the the greatest advantage of having everything work out as possibly, as, as positively as possible, because they're... There's really a lot to unpack here, and um, it's good to you know get the perspective of a lot of different people, uh, a lot of different professionals. So when you go down this path, you've got all your do- I's dotted and your T's crossed, John, which is a very important thing in a complicated area like this. Thank you for joining us today on our Financial Fridays podcast. I hope you found the information useful, and if so, feel free to share this podcast with people who may benefit from the topics discussed. Subscribe by visiting our website at financialfridays.com.